I should inter- I should intro us. We haven't done that yet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Plus, I have a lot of good stories for you from the email and everything. Okay, I have a lot of good, just real life stories. Oh, good. For this. Okay. Well, I think you do too because we've both been doing. Sh- oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So, so I guess we should say like, welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Episode 11. I hope you guys liked our Harry Potter 10th episode. Once again, apologies for a few weeks off, but <laughs> we have lives. After this week, I will be much more with it because it is wedding week for me. So, well, and, yeah, this upcoming yeah. week is wedding week, but previously beforehand, you had other to yeah. do. Yeah, we opened the school on the 6th on time. How was that? How was the opening? It was amazing. Um, How, classes are walk, like talk about the first day when everyone walks in. So the first day actually was a soft opening. Was the third because we were doing dress rehearsal for Giselle, which I also just did Giselle. That's another thing that has happened in my life since I last talked to you. Um, we had two performances of Giselle. So dress rehearsal costumes in the studio, and mm-hmm. then we do the stage rehearsal also. So they get both. So we did our dress re- in-studio dress rehearsal, which I put footage on YouTube. If oh, I already watched it. Don't yeah. worry. Um, that I'm was the first time. So all your pops up for me and I'm like, hmm, let's just catch up and see what's happening. <laughs> so that day was pretty special. I mean, the, the big studio is absolutely massive and the floor is incredible and the kids are happy and loving it and they just want to hang out and not leave. And Chris and I want to hang out and not leave. So we did that. And then the first full week too was, was just great. I mean, the only room that's messy that I know it's a podcast, so you guys can see this, but is our office. I am sitting next to massive, massive rolls of Marley <laughs> that are left over <laughs> and just tutus and toilet paper and cleaning supplies. Like that, our, our office is a catch-all, but it's really cool. Again, I also walked everybody through the building on YouTube. Check it out. It's really cool to to have this place. Um, and then after the very first week, we did two shows of our fall festival, which opened it was the whole act two of Giselle, um, which went really well. How was it? How'd they go? It went oh, really so well. Let's talk about this. We really have, we've talked about like, oh, you're doing Giselle, whatever. But like, this is your first California performance. <laughs> and actually my partner. Your new residency. <laughs> <laughs> my partner Ryan Marks, who is the one I want to have on here because he is a former Disneyland prince. Um, yes, yeah, we have to do this. He he was awesome. He does a lot of Broadway stuff, and he's a really good partner. So it was great. He's a great actor. He went right there with me the whole time. Saturday night, you know, this happens to me. The rehearsal goes really well, and then the first show is not so good. <laughs> like I was really jumpy. You know, that's how I am. Like the first one, I'm like. Hold me up. Um, and then the second one was really, really good. Best I've danced in a long time. So I was very pleased. Um, and then actually dress rehearsal night, the stage rehearsal night, we did two runs. Ryan couldn't be there till halfway through the rehearsal because he's rehearsing Young Frankenstein. So um, I get, I start running it stupidly because I know Ryan's not going to be there. I should have saved my run for the second go. But I had already started. I was powering through. And so we get to the potata and I bore back and all of a sudden there are hands on me. Chris stepped in for the potata. It was really sweet. And luckily somebody got it on video. Aww. So yeah, it was really, really, I'll maybe post that at some point, but 
Um, I was like, yeah, where's that posting? Oh, I've got it. I've got it. Um, I just want to make sure he's good if I post that. But it was it. I like have the, you know, you're the sad pot of it. I have the biggest grin on my face. Like I'm just like, yay. Like, so um, that was really special. And then the shows were great. Um, it's just, you know, for me, it's balancing all the teaching here and my second business. So it's like trying to balance the two is the hard part because teaching is still a second business though for you yeah right yeah because it's technically yeah, because like, like Catherine Morgan and friends is first business teaching is all secondary mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh yeah and I have a lot of YouTube content planned I have a lot of things I want to do with my my personal business and then <clears throat> it's just balancing and finding the time with still teaching here so we'll figure it out yeah and then there we a lot we of um irons in the fire. <laughs> Surprise news. We bought a house as of yesterday. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> like I said though, all <sighs> these big so like you moved to California and had all these like four life big stresses mm-hmm. just sitting there. And mm-hmm. every time we've chatted, one and one and one. Yep. Like each episode, one gets chopped off a little bit. So yep. And it's, yeah, it's now wedding week. You moved into the last one. (laughs) Yeah, we just got to get through the, I hate hate saying get through the wedding because that's like the culmination of everything. But once the wedding's over and we actually, funnily enough, this never happens anymore, but we get the keys to our house on our wedding day. That's the day we can Uh get in the house. So we're considering doing... We're not considering. We are going to probably, after the reception, make our exit, go to the house, have Chris carry me across the threshold with a photographer, and then go back to the hotel because we have no furniture in there. But still, like, at least we can get in there. (laughs) So, Get in there, have, like, one drink, Mm -hmm. like a little, open Mm -hmm. a bottle of something, just have a sip, and then peace out. That's cool. Yeah. And so if you're here, on, I'm going to show my parents on Sunday, the house. So if you're here and want to come see the house, I'm sure everybody will want to see the house on Sunday. I mean, I'll be there. I don't yeah. leave till three. So Great. I don't know what time Kaylee leaves, but I, I know my flight, I think it's at three or four. Great. So yeah, no, because I fly in Friday night back to California. Yay. You're com- Sean's coming back and there will be some vlogs because Sean has already agreed <laughs> to vlog for me for wedding. Yeah, it, it it won't be like our usual Katie and Sean vlog because you'll be busy doing stuff like being a bride. Yeah. Um, but it will be like a Sean takeover vlog. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a Sean and our uh, one of our close friends, my best friend uh, Kaylee. Mm-hmm. It will be a Sean and Kaylee takeover takeover vlog for Catherine and Chris's wedding. <laughs> well, honestly, they rather see you than me anyway. So they're like, more Sean, more Sean, more Sean. Where's Sean's YouTube? Not- so. They'd rather see me more. It's just, I like to make small guest appearances. There you go. Um, and so, yeah, it would be me and Kaylee vlogging mm-hmm. our experience at your wedding weekend. I love it. I'll probably so, vlog a little bit too, so we can. Yeah. I mean, we'll just film everything and whatever, and you'll have all the content and then you'll mm-hmm. create whatever you want to with it. But yeah, you'll have like, um, from our like guest side of it. I love it. So yeah, it'll be fun. I um, love it. So no, how are I, you? I texted her and I was like, Kaylee, this is what we're doing. She's like, okay, I think I can do this. I think I can, pre- I'll pretend to be an influencer. I can do it for like two and a half days. 
I love it. I was it. like, well, welcome to my life. <laughs> Guest All appearance. Oh, uh, so how are you? What's new? You had a show today. Had a show today. Um, I'm good. I'm tired. We opened our 45th season here at Ballet Met this week um, with a rep called just Ballet Met the Ohio, very simplistic. Um, and we did two different um, big ballets. Um, both were Edward Liang ballets. One he is one he made at Houston Ballet originally in 2012 called Murmuration, which is really pretty, but it's just like a little cardio boost. And then all his all his stuff is just, um, he loves a really solid man, <laughs> just ragdolling and like manhand, like putting these, put like making the woman just look like she's floating and sliding around. Yeah. So it's a very like manhandle situation with this, like it needs to look smooth, which is in return, then I grip every muscle from my chest down to sustain. And uh-huh. I'm always, I'm either the shortest big boy or the tallest little boy, but regularly it's the, uh, I'm always putting the biggest boy spots. Oh, interesting. Cause you're not that tall. No, I'm not that tall. I'm like 5'10", 5'10", 5'11". But I'm, I think just cause like, I was raised when I was at PNB, like you do whatever you were cast to do. Like mm-hmm. if you're cast partner someone, you have to partner them no matter what. Like that's just what it is. So I, and I was, when I was hired by Peter, he was like, you need to gain some weight because of where you stand in the lineup and who you're going to be paired with. You're going to be with all the tall girls. So I was, with, you know, Laura Gilbreth, Lindsay Deck, mm-hmm. um, Carrie Brunson, all the like five, nine, five, ten girls. Yeah. So I think because of that, I have always just learned to partner smaller tall girls mm-hmm. so here there's a few of us men that are good at handling taller women um even though we're not tall and yeah. so in return we get put in those spots a lot mm-hmm. which is fine I take I'll take the compliment but yeah so I did uh the, the murmuration pot I had to do was uh it was originally done on Will Newton who did dance here at one point but he was at Houston first and he's just a six foot one solid but yet noodly man like he has that like noodle fluidity but still very solid and strong I'm like well I'm not and then the guy who did it at Valley Met when they did it here was my friend Jarrett who is six five (laughs) and just built like a brick house and also like this noodle and then there's little Sean who was put in this spot not six feet (laughs) Who's not really a noodle. <laughs> You're not a noodle. Not really a noodle. I can whack a leg and I did, but like not a noodle, but I'm very solid. And it was fun because um, for both ballets, we did tributary, which is done to like the etudes music, huge, all the white tutus, 47 of us or eight of us on stage at once kind of thing. Well, very symphony and C-esque. There's like different <laughs> movements. So there's principles for all of them. For both ballets, both my partners, I was with, um, her name's Tori. She's new to the company. And so I think it was nice that I was with her for both principal spots. So we did our solo paw couple and murmuration. And then we did our principal jumping. This is how drastic it is. We were like in this tall, lanky spot. And then we went into the short jumper spot for the next ballet. Mm. And it was mm. both of us. We were like, boom, boom. Yeah. Like stayed as a pair, um, yeah. which was nice though, because like she's new. And I think it was, it was, it was nice to like, just get to know her. And um, I think it helped just the comfort level. I mean, yeah. it's weird when you swap places and you're in a different theater and different people and your first rep with a new company. I mean, I felt it too when I was here or San Diego after I left PNB and stuff. You yeah. just get a little like, is this do or die? Like, it's my, I got to prove myself. 
you know, mm-hmm. and if you're new and get put into soloist or principal roles, you have that feel. So totally. So we just did those shows this week, which we rent well, um, chaotic, but well, the audience loved it. We do them again though, next week outdoors. Oh, so we're doing an outdoor show now, um, up in a place called New Albany. They opened up a brand new high-end outdoor amphitheater. Wow. And so I think we're the first people to really like professionally perform in it. That's cool. Um, and they, I think it's like what like Miami does. They want to expand, you know, like bring us to the group of people instead of having the group of people come to us. And Which so makes we're a lot doing, of sense. Yeah. It does. It's really smart. And we're doing a, a gala night up there. So like one of the nights is called like Ballet Met in Flight because murmuration is based off like birds flying. Oh. Allegedly. That's why I'm told it's called murmuration when those little birds fly in those big swoopy things. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that's why it's a stamina thing. The whole time the ballet we're all running these patterns like the whole, and then and then it's like stop and flail and throw francesca around and da, 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 and then run 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 and then another one and then it's like toss go da, da, slide her across and run a pattern i'm like i want to just stand for a second um uh, <laughs> so yeah. it's called night and flight so we're doing it up there it's fun um and it's like yeah, there's tables and stuff and then the night before though the arts commission of that county town where i don't know new albany bought us out so the community can just come so they bought out wow. the whole amphitheater just to allow access that's amazing and i was like we need more of this everywhere so if you're in the columbus area yeah there's i think it's a free show pretty much because it's already purchased wow yeah so if you have you're in columbus come watch us next tuesday night out at new albany's new amphitheater that's awesome that, what a new good albany, idea right yeah I think that's yeah. brilliant. It's so thoughtful and nice. And it's not even like we're just doing like a little excerpt. Like we're doing like a full rap. That's awesome. So it's an hour and a half show of hard dancing. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Speaking of hard dancing, I, I started working on the <clears throat> solo of one of the ballets that we're doing, you and me together. <laughs> I don't want to say it because I don't want to get in trouble of what we're doing. Oh, yeah. No, we'll just bleep it all out. It's fine. Um <laughs> I, I worked on both of those today. I just ripped the music off the 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 potted a slow potted a one we're doing. I ripped it off of the video we were using. So never works. <laughs> um, I'll review that um, in, a, in a week and a half. I'll probably review it the night before I fly out. Yeah. Oh yeah. I got because I'm not doing a solo. No, you're not doing. We start solo. Dracula legit next week during shows. Oh my gosh. And I found out I'm Jonathan. Jonathan, yeah, he's the second dude. Usually he's yeah, the Yeah, it's like the story's all through my eyes because it's our version is done off the movie with Keanu mm. Reeves. Mm. Yes. Um, I'm trying to find the world's best message I got on Instagram. <clears throat> yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. I don't have it's- Instagram right now. I'm taking a break just so everyone knows. I didn't block anyone. I just deactivated for a mental health break because my depression really started up. Because I have really bad depression and anxiety. I have no shame in saying it. But good for you for deactivating. Got to I sometimes. I got too much stuff going on. I've got to focus. So this is from Sue. Hi, Sue. You're awesome. Hello, Catherine. I thought I'd share this with you as I thought it was hilarious. I always listen to you and Sean's, your and Sean's podcast on the way to and from work. The first couple of episodes, I'd happily drive along when a sudden sharp beep 
filled the car, totally freaking me out, wondering which lights would come on and what was wrong with my car. This happened over and over and over Wait. until this Monday. <laughs> Wait, until this Monday, I finally clocked that the beep was you editing out Sean's curse words. <laughs> it wasn't her car. It was you, me editing you out. You thought her car was telling her something uh-huh. and it was my sailor mouth. You have no idea of the anxiety I felt every time it happened. I literally laughed all the way back home once I realized this, but it was too funny not to share with you. Oh my gosh, Sue, that is amazing. <laughs> wow. Did she not like correlate it? It was only when we were speaking. I get. I guess. I don't know. I find that brilliant. <laughs> Just the best. <laughs> speaking of my sailor mouth, we were in rehearsal the other day. And we were doing the, a run through before we went to the theater. And uh, due to scheduling and stuff, like we got to run the ballets once in the mm. studio, like fully before we swapped over and did like costume runs. And I was doing one of my, my run of my principal spot. And all of a sudden, I did something literally the most minimal mistake possible, like just the wrong step on a count off. But to me, that's another world because I'm stupid. And I yelled, and I quote, <laughs> in the middle of rehearsal, <laughs> as I'm in the front with Tori, with 25 women behind us. Oh, no. <laughs> Edward, ballet master, no shame. It's Did not any- the first time I've ever done it either in front of them and not the last. Well, and I'm sure they're used to this. Do you know what I mean? Like, this happens you know like it just it does like it happens um but I'm the I think I'm the worst one Francesca's loud and she but not like me oh my gosh that's amazing I love it and of course and like Tori because Tori's new so she doesn't know that I curse yeah I I look very wholesome but I'm not like (laughs) I'm pure trailer trash would know it is what it is and she was just like kind of oh, surprised as she's like doing her ballonets on point facing me as I'm like supposed to be ceasing backwards in this diagonal. Oh my god! And all of a sudden, I see her face go. <laughs> <laughs> and Edward's like, "Keep going." <laughs> That's Oops. amazing. That's amazing. Um, so I don't know if you've logged into the new backstage banter email. I we have we have quite a few stories actually. Like you guys sent a ton. Um, it's our new backstage banter email is backstagebanterkm at gmail.com. It's just, I don't know. There's so many of them. I'm gonna cut right here. Should I send you some of these and we read them? What do you want me to do? Sure, you can send them. Yeah, just like screenshot something and send it to me. Mm-hmm. On top of everything else, though, like our pool is now in the backyard. You have a pool now. from seven days ago we now have a pool that's exciting so on top of like this i they they literally just showed up with machines without telling us on the day they were going to come dig our backyard oh my goodness here look i'll show you You can see it from the window tower oh oh it's so pretty yeah but do you see the rest of our yard yeah (laughs) (laughs) do you see our back like yeah no more grass no anything um do the dogs like like it they're not allowed in it okay there you go um jojo will try i'm sure at some point in summer well jojo's Uh, a good one yeah the one but 
so like we did so it's, it's a vinyl sided pool so technically their nails can rip it it's like steel framed mm. and then the lining it's like a vinyl lining on top of the steel because mm. it's you know a little bit cheaper than like the concrete porn yeah. one totally and the fiber they couldn't do the fiberglass one because we have power lines in the alleyway behind us they couldn't like lift the pool and drop it in so they had to like build it in place i should send you the photos of the week of them working because like the first day it went from a grassy backyard to i came home at lunch at like two put the boys out to this ginormous hole and mm. walls already up on day one wow yeah i mean the the pool was like pretty much set by day three yeah and literally i was like I, we had a late start that day for some reason and I was like laying on the couch at like 8 30 and the next knock on the door and they're like, hey, we're here to set the pool. I'm like, like, hi, <laughs> thanks. Oh, okay. Good. I'm home. Yeah, let's go to the back. Oh, let's walk through this. Okay. <laughs> well, that was like the other day we were because we're still living with Chris's parents. They they had to get a new microwave and the people to come install it showed up at 7 a.m. to like install the microwave. And they at like first did they answer the did door. Yeah, they were like, they knew they were coming, but of course you get the window from like, I think it was like eight to two or something, but they showed up at like seven, seven, 15. So it's like, why are you? Yeah, I don't know. Um, okay, so we have a ton of stories. I'm actually, because we didn't do any stories last week, we are a bit backed up, you guys. So yeah. keep them coming. Um, we're going to start with the ones I got a while ago. I've got these probably a few a month or two ago but I want to I kind of want to get to everybody so we're going to go back you think um, we're going to be able to get to everyone I didn't realize this like sending your story idea was going to be so consistent like it's, legit it's such a thing like this is such a thing and you guys because I, I feel like ba backstage banter that's kind of perfect for what we do it's just sort of yeah like, the whole idea is just story time mm-hmm Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Okay. Speaking of stories, I'm so sorry. Let's talk about stories. So let's talk about stories. today, okay. you know, okay. So no, let's start last week. You know how we talked about previously, like you're going to get thrown into random spots all the time. Oh, totally. Mm -hmm. It still happens to me at 33, like very senior, very solid to someone got hurt last week, like two days before we went to the theater. And they're like, we're not sure if they're dancing or not. So then it was, um, Okay, so I'm first cast murmuration. My pot at a spot. I'm not in second cast. One of the other second cast paw boys got told, hey, we're going to walk through so-and-so going into this person's spot because the person that was learning it isn't ready enough. They're too young. It was like a second company, whatever. Edward just wanted a more solid, quick decision. Mm -hmm. Senior men, because the part of me was hard and rough. Yeah. So, okay, well, they put this boy in to walk through it. So we're walking through the whole first cast of this spot. And I'm like, he can't do this second cast because he does a solo spot in this ballet. Like, this doesn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, who's available second cast? And it was me and one other boy. And I was like, I know how this game goes. <laughs> it's going to be you. But it involves me because <laughs> I've already shown I do this for yeah. them. So we're walking through this whole time. And they're just worried about like, oh my God, we have, because it, it affects the next ballet. They're just trying to like get by for the day. And I'm like, I'm going to side eye this whole thing as we walk through it to make sure. Cause I know my name's going to be said next. Mm -hmm. So we're walking through the whole ballet and I'm doing the whole thing, like fish eyed to the right mm -hmm. walking. And my partners are always like, 
wait, you don't look at me at this partner. And they're like, I'm not looking at you. I'm watching behind you. <laughs> I'm just I'm multitasking. Right. And so we're doing the whole thing. And they're like, great. And then at the very end, we, then we ran that moot, that whole thing. And they're like, great job, Sean. And I didn't even do it with someone else. And then, and they're like, oh no, I mean, so-and-so. Uh, they're, they're like, Sean, you're next. And I was like, <laughs> I knew it. And that's how I found out. Sean, you're next. Oh so then gosh. like, the, so then like after the five minute break, it's like, oh, let's go through it with all with Sean. And I was like, well, this cast needs a run through time. Cause this is like the only time they're going to run it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I, I'm fine. Like I, if I can walk these two different potato trios or things, and then I'm good the rest of the time. Mm-hmm. And so we walked those two things and then we just did it. Of course you did. But it makes then, you valuable. We get through second movement and then we start third movement and they're like, do you, and then the music's playing and they're right before my entrance, they're going to stop. And I was like, I'm fine. I did the whole third movement. Didn't have any collisions. Good I was four counts you. off for a little thing, but for a solo thing, but it's just like, it's prime example. That skill set never disappears. So everyone, yep. if you're ever casting something, always side eye the people around you. Mm-hmm. And then you get to do it and it makes you valuable for other things. Because they literally took out someone that was not prepared. Mm-hmm. And you ended up doing it. They didn't know that that was the expectation. I'm like, I was trained. That's the expectation. Mm-hmm. But, so yeah, so that story time that happened. Luckily it, for shows, it was fine this week. I did, not, me and the other guy didn't have to go into this new spot, but I did the tech rehearsals in that spot. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. Um, but yeah. So. And that's stressful. Like it's very stressful. It's, it was, this ballet was like, it's the same steps in different spots. It was okay. But though for tributary, because of how it rearranged, someone had to go in to my demi solo spot when I did my principal spot. And I beforehand was like, I'm going to figure this out really fast for everyone. Cause I knew they were going to try and shuffle a lot. And I was like, I went to the other demi second cast spot on the other side. And I said, Hey, so-and-so the easiest switch is for you to go in for me, my second cast spot, my do principal if you just swap over a mirror, because then you already have a core cover that goes in for you anyways. He's, and I'm like, are you cool doing that? And they're like, yeah, I can just swap it over a mirror because that's the easiest swap, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, hey, when they went up to the front, like we still have to figure out this tributary situation. And I was like, actually, so-and-so is just going to do my spot and then no one has to learn anything new. And they're like, well, let's ask him, make sure he's okay. And he's like, yeah, I already reviewed it. We're, we're good. And I'm already dancing with that same girl anyways for my core spot and partnering. So it's the same because they went to Debbie spots together. Sean has a brain. brain Real fast. (laughs) Sean Um, has a brain. See, you're going to make a brilliant ballet master one day. I want to be an AD so bad. Mm -hmm. I want to be an an artistic director so bad Mm -hmm. because my brain thinks in that pattern. I can schmooze. I can be marketing. I can donate and I can figure out very clear answers very quickly of because I see puzzles and patterns yeah so hire Sean Rolfson <laughs> new anyone needs a new artist director mm-hmm. I could retire for that job ASAP <laughs> can I come dance for you will yes you I will literally <laughs> okay great story time story time so we have one from Danielle Nutcracker snow scene because Nutcracker is coming up um, during the snowpaw, a work glove fell from the sky. We have no idea how it got there. The four lead snow dancers who enter right after the snowpaw were planning amongst ourselves on how to move this glove since it was in a very high traffic spot. The one dancer whose path went that way and would have 
and the easiest to get the glove off stage was a bit of a snob and refused to pick up the glove. So the next girl decided to alter her path to do it since the last two of us wouldn't be able to get to the glove off stage or get the glove off stage. So she goes on, picks up the glove, very ballet-like, drops it, slides into a turned-in squat, chucks the glove off stage like a football player, slides a bit like she's on ice while getting her feet back under her, and quickly runs around the corner to get back to her spot. Since it was just her and the first dancer on stage, it was pretty noticeable. We all laughed it off as one of our directors passed us. She stopped the director to ask if he liked our spontaneous glove add-on. All we got was a shrug, a hair flip, and a sassy walk away. He's a nice man, but of very few words. We didn't know he hid bananas in all of the party gifts earlier in Act 1. It was definitely a show to remember. Whoa. Have you ever had a prop like that fall on stage or something? Oh, yeah. Oh, it was always like Clara's shoe back at PB for Nutcracker because she would throw <laughs> the shoe at the big um, mouse puppet thing. And mm-hmm. so, like, if you were in fight scene, the whole thing was like, if you see that shoe, you, you take it off before snowpaw happens. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you couldn't find it underneath everything. And then it would be sitting there in snowpaw, like in the far back up corner. So then it'd be like the snow girls who can get the shoe off or whatever. And even here, it's the same thing. It's always that shoe during Nutcracker or something. Yep. Or like you said something like a pen or something fell from the snowbags. Yeah, we, we had, had a pen like, fall. We had wood chips once. Uh, here the, j- tonight during Murmurations, feathers fall during the ballet. Oh, because so, the bird thing? Yeah. Um, and then as I was bowing, I saw pearls on the ground. Oh, so they must have been either swept up from the snow during yeah. Nutcracker because we use the snow bags for the feathers and everything, or it was in a feather bag from like Crafts Michaels. I don't know, but there were like four or like three like pearls strung together. And then I got to the restroom and one of the other guys said, do you guys hear things falling from the sky today? There's like heavy things coming down. Hmm. And I was like, oh, plastic pearls. Yeah, I found that. I found them. <laughs> For me too, we had, I think, I can't remember if this was City Ballet or if this was in the the company where I grew up in Alabama, but one of the snowflakes lost her earring and found it three years later. Like it felt like finally, like three years later, she's like, oh, that's the earring I lost three years ago. Like it just kept falling and yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm sure it fell off when they sweep up the snow because a lot of times they try to reuse it for a couple runs. It probably got stuck in that snow bag. Yeah. Until three years later when it came back down. Mm-hmm. always happens yeah. okay what's the next one you want me to read you, um, you want to read them in order or just skip around on these doesn't matter you pick one. Oh, i also though have the screenshots from the disney one when she sent us the video and the photos <gasps> yes we should read, should those I read that too. one real fast yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. okay um because i screenshotted them and showed them to you because i don't have instagram anymore so i can't do that um uh, okay so here's the story. So we talked about, we wanted to know after our Disney trip, where you rehearse, when do you rehearse parades? What's it like? I want the news of the stuff that I don't know information about. So mm-hmm. we got an answer from- Yes, we did. A Disney employee, ex-Disney employee. Mm-hmm. We'll say allegedly. I don't know what the rules are here. If they're friends of a character or not friends of a character, who knows? So it said, I sent Sean a message, but answer uh, to answer your vlog- Question. Rehearsals are generally held in the N19 rehearsal building behind Toontown or in the green building behind Carsland, which have you, you've never seen those yet, have you? Carsland, I've, I've, I've been to, I have not seen those, no. 
in the back, like when you're driving, you can kind of see them sometimes from certain aspects of the road, the oh, big okay. warehouses, like the show yeah. buildings. Yeah. But I actually know which ones they're talking about because I'm a nerd. Um, it depends <laughs> on if you're a Disneyland parade performer or California adventure performer. Another fun fact, the monkeys you were talking about in the Fantasmic double as the characters on Mark Twain. That I ex- actually expected. Um, they are quick change experts. Ariel is usually carried on to her barge by whoever is, pl- by whoever is playing Prince Eric that evening which I knew because uh, we have a friend that was Ariel for years. Um, and then it says, I was never an entertainment cast member, but I have many friends and acquaintances I've made over the years when I worked at the Disneyland Hotel. The next time you are in the parks, look for my good friend, Victoria. Her name tag should say, she, oh, I shouldn't. Uh, yeah, she's from Oakland. She's an avid follower of yours and is a character lead and quote unquote friends with the fair maiden Selena at the Fantasyland Theater. Hmm. So it sounds like we need to go back because now I we think have we friends do. on the inside. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. She also wrote to us, um, if you want a crazy story, audition season's always so sad to watch. There are so many people who attend auditions after audition, hoping to make it. Directors are very specific about what they look for. Character heights are extremely strict. And for the face characters, especially um, anyone selected must look like whomever is currently in the role, which I actually, because I'm on TikTok, I saw a former Disney cast member who did like a lot of the villains, um, all the really tall women, uh, mm. Lady Tremaine, Maleficent, uh, Cruella DeVille. She's making a whole thing about them. And she was like, I was 22 when I was playing these old women, but it's because when done up, the, mm-hmm. the, the rule is the kids and stuff recognize the costume and hair, but not the actual face per se. True, true. Yep. So, and on top of that, she's like, I was hired in because my bone structure, my face looks similar to the women who were already playing those characters. Not because I looked like the cartoon character, which uh, I didn't. Yeah. I just looked similar to the other women playing those characters. Mm-hmm. So when we swap in and out, it looks very similar. Hmm. That makes a lot of sense, actually. Right? Because haven't you seen a couple of the characters? You're like, they're not really that accurate or have similar features to that cartoon. But I but guess they look like each other. I get, yeah, very similar. So also, I have I, I don't know where I heard this, but the Queen of Hearts is always a guy. I heard that too. I think because of the height situation. Yeah. Yep. Um. Yeah. I think the Queen of Hearts is like the same person as Tigger and also Captain Hook and mm-hmm. those big tall characters. Mm-hmm. So this one's from Caroline, another Nutcracker story. I love hearing the backstage stories and the inside scoop on shows that you and your listeners have been in. I did ballet for almost 10 years and I'm now getting back into it. My story is from Nutcracker. Nine-year-old me was playing an angel. That year, we invited two guest artists from Houston Ballet, Simon Ball, who is now teaching at CPYB, and Mimi Hassenbuller, uh, who is a sugar plum. Mimi, where was she? Was she San Francisco? I think she was San Francisco. That's real bad, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know them personally, Caroline, but I know of them. Mimi's flight to Florida was delayed, so she missed the dress rehearsals and went into the show without knowing anything specific. You probably know that Balanchine's Nutcracker has young girls dressed as angels in the beginning of the second act to welcome Marie and her prince to the land of sweets. They shuffle around on stage and then Sugar Plum comes out and gestures to a pair of angels at different parts of the music to switch sides. True. There is normally like 10 to 12 angels, but we were a large class of maybe 16 to 20, and she didn't realize that there was a ton of angels that she had to gesture to. In the matinee, not every angel pair got to switch sides, and I vaguely remember seeing a girl to my right shuffling a little bit so she could change 
but Mimi didn't gesture to her, so she shuffled back to her place. When we got off stage, our teacher told us for the evening show just to go when Mimi gestures to you. The evening show went really well, and my mom has both performances on video. I remember being kind of angry when it happened because it wasn't perfect, but now I laugh as an, as an adult. That's cute, Caroline. Yeah, the the thing about Valentine's Nutcracker, I will say with the angels, they're adorable, but the angels, I think, are the youngest kids mm-hmm. in the whole show. I think party scene is next, but I think the angels are the youngest because they have to be the shortest. And inevitably, there's always something that goes awry <laughs> with the angels. We had one just completely fall like a tree. Um, we had one miss an end. Like, there's always something that goes wrong with them. And it's cute because they're so young. But, and they do. They're not, a lot of people think those angels are on roller skates because they shuffle so well. They're just shuffling their feet and their hoop skirts are just really wide. They're not on roller skates. Yeah, no, we didn't have any of those at PMB, any angels. We had little, they're called small and tall servants with holding lanterns. Cute. It was really cute. Nutcrackers are always interesting in their stories. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think I'd said one time the, the most interesting one I've done is where I got baked. Have I, t- I think that, yeah, that might uh-huh. be the, the, it makes complete sense if you yeah. think about it. Like, mm-hmm. I get it. Sugar and spice jumped into a pot and I came out of the pot. Like just, you know, um, but there's always, there's always interesting ones. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have a story from Miranda. She starts off with, I didn't start dancing until I was an adult. So I don't have any dance stories, but I took classical piano for 10 years, by the way, young musicians props. Cause yes. that sounds worse than what we did as kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have a, what's the weirdest feedback you ever got on a performance story? Oh, we hmm. did ask about these. We did. See, now we're getting to the point that I forget what we ask about. I know. Um, so anyway, uh, to set the stage, I'm 14 and I've been taking piano lessons for seven years. I'm diligent, but not talented. <laughs> sounds oh. like me. <laughs> I practice every day and I love it as a hobby, but no kind of pro was ever an option for me. My piano teacher is a wonderful and talented lady and her studio does biannual recitals. She's married to an actual clarinet player in an actual famous orchestra. You know it if I said it. What would, what would that be? It would be like, I don't know, the Royal Philharmonic or the New York. Well, Royal, she you know literally I mean? put like, it in quotes like she can't say what it is, but yeah. she, but we would know. Yeah, it's probably some big, big, big one. Okay. He's a very pictured of a tortured artist. This is why she didn't write names, I'm <laughs> guessing. <laughs> In every way, and the students are all a little afraid of him because he can give pretty harsh critiques. Anyway, I've just played my full Mozart sonata. Uh, it's the Sonata 8 if you want to look it up, and I still love it. I don't know what that is. Do you play that one? Um, I probably have heard it, but go on. <laughs> um, okay, and I'm feeling pretty good about myself. There are brownies and fruits and we're all standing with our parents uh, congratulating each other and all that. I'm chatting with my teacher and he comes over and says, nice job on the Mozart, but I didn't think you were in full control of your fingers. Then he tossed his scarf, spun on his heels and sauntered off. I was speechless. And I think my teacher was laughing so hard. She choked on her brownie. Oh, <laughs> love the pod, Mandy. Oh, Mandy, that's cute. That's cute. Don't think you were in full control of your fingers. I actually had a review like that once, but it was my feet. It was um, Sleeping Beauty. It was the same year I did Aurora. And I also swapped with 
the emerald fairy in this in the third act and of course being new york city ballet it's warp speed and we all know by now that i have very big feet that are very long and can be kind of floppy and so i did that part and it was not good and i was opening night cast how i was opening night cast i don't know and review said Catherine morgan was miscast as emerald and she was not in control of her feet (laughs) that reminds me of that and even my own mother, who, when I did Aurora, like four days later, she, Lauren King did Emerald, um, who has since retired. She was a soloist forever. And mom was like, yeah, Lauren King was way better as Emerald Fairy than you were. <laughs> Thanks, mom. <laughs> so, I mean. That reminds me of that. <laughs> My mother is always honest. She's like, yeah, she's way better than you. It's like, oh, thanks. Okay. okay. That's fine. I will call people out who are doing the same part as me that mm-hmm. are better than I am at it. Mm-hmm. Oh, totally. Prime example, not a big tall boy, not a noodle. Not yeah. my thing. There you go. Yeah. Well, so. It's like, I said this on a video recently. I'm like, if there's ever a program where I'm doing Tarantella, like get your money back. Like it's just, there's something gone wrong. I should not be doing Tarantella. Like there's... Wait, but I really want us to do Tarantella. Really? <laughs> Caitlin, little Caitlin said she would do it with me for, for a Catherine Morgan and Friends gala if we, once we start doing the mm-hmm. full group of people. Fantastic. She said, it's on, she's one of the things that she's like, I kind of want to do Tarantella too. I'm like, we could do it. Great, because I Katie do not want to do it. Said, Katie won't do it with me, but I really want to do it. Because <laughs> we were supposed to do it here. Oh. And I was going to, I was told by one of the ballet masters under the table that I was going to do it. Yeah, and you can you can pull off the little boy stuff too. So yeah, it yeah, makes sense. That's, that's all. But then we did square dance instead because um, uh, rep changed and he wanted to expand so yeah. more dancers were used because a bigger ballet was replaced and swapped out. Chris mentioned it to me at one point too because he was he's taller than you but he was the little boy and he learned Tarantino mm-hmm. he's like, we should do that at some point. And I was like, no. <laughs> no. Absolutely not. I just, yeah, so, I think it looks so fun. It does look fun, but I know I would be like stressed out and miserable. Like for me, trying to do Tarantella would stress me out more than I'd enjoy it. That's my problem. Me too. I I hate performing. So it, <laughs> you literally just described every time I have to do anything. Yeah, but it should be fun. Like and Giselle was super fun. An in-studio run-through is fun. Uh, well, and then you, just which... get, then you just get by and hope for the best and just want to move on for shows. That's my theory. <laughs> well, like Giselle, like it's so funny because you know how you and I have said this many times together. I'm trying too hard. Yeah. The, the Hi. Oh, Chris is in the room. <laughs> um, you know, we, we, we try too hard. And then it doesn't go well. And then you and I like basically mark it and it's great. Well, I did that on Sunday with Giselle. I was like, I'm just going to go out there and have fun and not try. It was so good. I just need to not try so hard. Like, I don't know. It's how we were trained though. We were trained like you got to be pushing yourself. And if you don't feel like you're killing yourself, you're not Mm -hmm. working hard enough. Mm -hmm. And that's something I'm like really even now at 33, trying to like, like today and yesterday, I'm like, okay, to get through these like rough days and like Friday, there was two shows in one day. Thursday, we did two run-throughs of both casts of the ballets in one day before mm-hmm. like including dress rehearsal for photos and and Saturday was just long. So it's like, you have to get, be like, okay, 
am I marking or am I just actually letting my body do what it's supposed to do and not overkill? Because mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. it's it's a it feels weird and wrong. Yeah. It's but like when you, you have, tr- it's like when I muscle it or I try and hold a balance, I just fall over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Speaking of balance, last night I was doing my um, principal spot for that tributary ballet, mm-hmm. and I, and in like one of the coda sections, I do like the, a coupe jeté manège with another principal woman. We like circle, 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 and then we're supposed to like chasse arabesque, hold for the note. Mm-hmm. I was so tacky, Katie. Uh oh. I went that 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 da da da, and I just stood there in arabesque, <laughs> and I was and the next person entered behind me to do their little ditty, and I was like, "You need to come down now, Sean." And I literally had to say to myself, "Lower the leg and walk on stage." <laughs> it's kind of like the center stage moment. Well, did we have enough music for three? Right. It, be it was if like we all did a triple. <laughs> like I got off, and it was. Yeah, I'm about, I'm, I, people are like, oh my God, like that balance, that balance, that arabesque balance. I'm like, I literally walked off and go, oh my God, that was so tacky. I should never have done that. I'm so sorry. Is <laughs> the first thing I said when I got off stage. And it was like, that balance you were on. I'm like, it was cringy, tacky. I shouldn't have done. I was like, Jock Soto would have hated me because <laughs> he was like, never overhold your balance. That looks tacky. Yeah. Do oh, your counts. Yep. But it was like arabesque and then walk off. I just, did it, it was my last time doing the principal spot and I just because like right before that I had just come in and I I did I went four, I went pirouettes one two three four extend front and then walked so I was like something's good I guess tonight in my like tired ass show <laughs> but then I was doing the coupe jetes and I was already tired and I was like done and I literally had to be like lower your leg Sean you need to go on stage oh my god no, no, no. Because Francesca's me, doing the same step behind me. We were both doing chasse arabesque. She's in the other corner on the other side of the stage. So I don't know if she, I was like, she's a balancer too. So who knows? I have no clue. Oh my gosh. Well, uh, for me, like, like arabesque and walk off. No, with Giselle, like I would try and hold well, or ones I didn't try so hard. Like again, for me, it's context. I can do it when the curtain is down, when we're not in context. I'm like, oh, I held that. Then the curtain goes up, we're in context and I can't hold anything. And I botched on Saturday night, you know, the in the in the pot of the last arabesque where he's on his knee and you have to like precariously perch. Yeah, I told I completely misjudged where I was. So I full on grabbed the shoulder and did like a <laughs> like a ponche at the end of the pot of the, which is so not what it's supposed to be. But I went up and I was just like, nope, nope, safety first, grab on and ponche. <laughs> we could even see Ryan like, why is she grabbing? just a little bit of a, like a wait what's happening because I was I was I miscalculated totally miscalculated mm-hmm. today I was running to go so my paw starts after I feathered the girl we all walk out slowly in our potter movements mm-hmm. and we sprinkle feathers on to like find our mate or something and my boy feathers steps back into the darkness because the backside back of the stage is all dark call like the netherlands that we can like emerge from uh-huh. my girl standing like right on the edge of the light and it's a very odd count of a random 12 held out out of nowhere that if you don't catch the one right you can't hear the 12 to then run mm-hmm. so I'm standing back there and I'm and I make sure I'm and I count out loud for her as well and me so she knows when I'm coming and I'm like one two 
be like hearing the music after I just feathered her and I'm in the back. And I go nine, 10, 11. And I start to run and I, cause I'm Sean and I'm a klutz. Right as I grabbed her, she, cause she goes up and she just falls back for me to catch uh-huh. in this like drag. Right as I did it, I did some weird little like stuck foot thing, stumble. I mean, like no one saw, but like, I definitely know she felt it. Uh-huh. And I was like, don't worry, you're not going down. Like I said, I, I always tell her, I always have her yeah. through the whole paw. Yeah. And I was like, oh no, it's just one of those moments. Like I just miscalculated something. I didn't pick up my foot enough or I don't know. Yeah. As I <laughs> raced on the 11, 12 to know, knowing that she trusts me enough just to fall. <laughs> and I stumbled or I got stuck. Uh, I don't know. It was fine, but I was just like, that could have gone because the pod yeah. tonight was like so smooth, so nice, like nice, great manhandling. Yeah. But there, I, I we got off to go. She's like, "Oh, that was good." I'm like, "Yeah, it was really smooth." Did you hear? Did you feel me at the beginning? Almost stumble. She goes, "I thought there was something." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was just a miscalculation. <laughs> oh, live theater! It happens. Um, but you guys have, we got to wrap up soon, but I have one more thing I want to talk about. You guys have vlogs of a gala in two weeks for, to look forward to from Sean and I. Hey, you've never danced with me in Alabama before. No, no. That's exciting. That's you exciting. still have the last rehearsal vlog. I know, I Disney still have to do to it. Post. Yeah. Um, Which actually you could probably post right before we do the thing. I think as like so. a lead up. Yeah. Um, um, but I also, very sad news. Phantom is closing. I saw that. I know. I was very sad when I saw that. After 35 years, Phantom is closing. But How do you feel as a member of the cast? As part of the, uh, the, the quote-unquote fam, is what mm-hmm. they say, the P-H-A-M, um, I'm kind of surprised, but not at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember we were doing it. They run that show bare bones as it is. I think it only costs like $800,000 a night to run. Um, but then I read something they were losing a million dollars a week after oh, the shutdown. Okay. And I don't know why. Is, I mean, Broadway right now is being weird. Yeah. Um, with whatever, ever this happened in London, Phantom closed in London. Technically, if people don't remember after COVID Phantom closed, officially closed. And they are now a revival in London. They were closed down for oh, a season. Oh, I didn't know that. So Another show did this when we were filming Flesh and Bone. I can't remember what it was, but they closed and then they were closing down for eight months and they were going to reopen with the tour version, which had like two different um, tracks cut out. It was a little more streamlined, I think a little bit cheaper to run body wise. Um, And then in return, that show would be up for revival categories instead. Wait, I think it was Motown. Was it Motown that did So, that? yeah, it could technically, like, be up for more Tonys if it reopens. Yes, with the whole new cast mm-hmm. and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and this show, like, I think, it was, I think it was Motown. They did it, and they did it um, because I, we had one of the cast members in uh, Flesh and Bone with us. And it's, it's strategic. And Phantom runs the same as it did in the 80s, yeah. to be very clear. Like, they ran the show when I was in it. The same, like there's no PT backstage because it's not quote unquote a dance show, mm. but we're on a steel stage. Mm-hmm. Even the actors and the boots and the heavy dresses and the heavy costumes are like, we need a PT, but it didn't have one in the eighties. So they don't have one now. Um, they, I mean, it runs the same. Hmm. 
that theater needs to be redone inside. We had uh, some patches of ceiling falling, falling down backstage. They had to patch up because of OSHA and stuff. Like, it, we, it would be time to update. It's been 35 okay. years. There have yeah. been small updates, so-and-so, but it sounds like um, word on the street underground rumor mill would be that Andrew Lloyd Webber's new version of Cinderella that he did over in um, London recently in West End that closed. Mm-hmm is because it's broadway bound we'll go into the majestic mm. for like a season till it closes and then the phantom will be revived and then the new phantom which will probably be like the tour that is a new version um will go in or like the revamped west end version or what the version they just did in sydney in australia hmm. um I, it says it's closing i don't think it's gonna be gone that long that makes sense because it's kind of a staple too. Like it's one of those right? like you can't really close it. Like I don't know, people will rush to the box office now to see it. And yeah, come back. yeah. I, I mean, he's definitely waiting to the thirty fifth anniversary because um, mm-hmm. there was rumors before the official announcement that it was closing, and everyone was like, "It's not going to close anytime soon until the thirty fifth anniversary." Like we know Cameron Macintosh and we know mm-hmm. Andrew Lloyd Webber. Like they're not going to miss an anniversary season. I mean, yeah. I was part of the 25th anniversary. Yeah. Like it was a huge deal. I mean, they yeah. even brought back like Sierra Bogus and stuff for that. That's right. I predict it will not be closed for long. Makes sense. I could, I could see the Cinderella going in there because mm-hmm. it, like Cameron and Andrew Lloyd Webber or whatever already have that theater. Yeah. But I don't expect that Cinderella to last. Yeah. It didn't last in the back. West End. I didn't even think about the updated tour version. I've never actually seen the tour version. My friend Jenna from West Side Story, she did uh, the Christine Understudy alternate on the tour hmm. for like two, like a year or two. Now she's hmm. on the Miss tour. Um, yeah, it's a different version. I was supposed to originate the tour originally. That's right. Not do Broadway, but do that. And it's it's uh, it's flashy. I hear it's great. I hear it looks good. Um, I heard rumors on the street that the revamped version will involve the chandelier shattering over the audience. Oh, that's exciting. Or something. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Cool. I mean, if you see the videos and stuff of like the tour version, what they did with that tour budget, think what they could do with the Broadway budget. Yeah. True. Oh, that's true. That's true. So that's my prediction. Yeah. That's awesome. I like that prediction. That's a good prediction. Mm-hmm. I did steal the Cinderella information from someone else on TikTok that was talking about it. Um, Cause I didn't even think of it till they brought it up. I go, Oh my God, you're right. It lines up perfectly with their slated Broadway 2023, allegedly. Hmm. Well, and we're not the podcast of facts. <laughs> no, we're the podcast of ideas. Yeah. Ideas. Stories. Yeah. So keep allegedly keep the stories coming, you guys. When Sean and I get back on a more regular schedule, we'll have I feel like each podcast is like a catch up at this point. But once I'm married and things are settled down a little bit. (laughs) Once I'm married. Once everything is settled and we get in a house and move in and yeah. Yeah. I mean to be honest a nutcracker with you too. Next week, I know I gotta put my request in on Monday. Mm -hmm. Um I tried to feel the waters out a little bit and be like hey am i doing anything new yeah uh and they didn't know um but i don't think next week because you're legit getting married we will record but the week after i don't know what your schedule is because you guys are delaying your honeymoon right we're delaying our honeymoon for like a year and a half because we want to do italy we want to do it properly and we don't want to do it in the summer Mm. so we'll probably go next christmas 
Oh, nice. Oh, like after mm-hmm. Nutcracker gigs mm-hmm. or just not do Nutcracker gigs that, gigs that year? That I don't know yet because the school, like we still hear like Valley Repertory Theater, our student company here still does. We do 15 shows in Nutcracker here. I don't know if I told you that. Yeah, I yeah, know. We, we do 15 shows in Nutcracker. So I don't know. We'll have to see, but we want to do Italy. If we're going to go all the way over there, we want to do it properly and we don't want to go when it's hot. Yeah. So. Makes sense. But you need but that thanks, gig money. I need the gig money. <laughs> <laughs> but um thanks for listening y'all this is always so fun right we'll see you next time go take the harry potter quiz if you haven't it's fun yeah and let us know if what you got was what you expected yeah are you gryffindor like sean ravenclaw like me or something else yeah hufflepuff and slytherins are very good options as well mm-hmm. i'm just your gryffindor what can i say yeah it's good though well cool y'all thanks for listening bye, bye y'all, y'all.